Hello and welcome to the CSR Revived Mindset Podcast, where we discuss studies in scripture for your everyday life. The episodes you are hearing come from both of our YouTube channels, which are updated weekly. Find links in the show notes. Please make sure to subscribe. Thank you for listening and enjoy. Miracles and supernatural phenomena are woven throughout the Bible, revealing God's power and presence in the lives of his people. From the parting of the Red Sea, feeding of thousands with just a few loaves and fish, these remarkable events continue to captivate and inspire us. In today's episode, we will cover some of the miracles and events that God performed surrounding Moses, the 10 plagues of Egypt, parting the Red Sea, and the significance of the miracles being performed. Our journey today begins with an encounter Moses had with God at the burning bush. Exodus 3, we see where God revealed his name to Moses, called him to lead the Israelites out of Egypt. The story begins as Moses is shepherding his father-in-law Jethro's sheep in the land of Midian. He is witness to a burning bush on Mount Horeb. When Moses approaches the bush, the voice of God calls out to him, to remove his sandals in the presence of the holy ground. God then explains this to Moses, that he has a plan for him to save the Israelites from slavery in Egypt, lead the Israelites out of Egypt to the promised land of Canaan. Moses is doubtful of his ability to do this at first. He asks God who he should tell the Israelites has sent him. God answers with the famous line of, I am who I am. This is what you say you are to the Israelites. I am has sent me to you. So the burning bush, it was engulfed in flames. It was on fire, but it wasn't consumed. This should signify God's presence, his holiness. We see mentions of the burning bush throughout scripture. We see this again in Exodus 3, 2. And the angel of the Lord appeared to him in a flame of fire out of the midst of a bush. So God appeared through the bush. He looked and behold, the bush was burning, yet it was not consumed. In 2 Thessalonians, we see this again in flaming fire, inflicting vengeance on those who do not know God and on those who do not obey the gospel of our Lord Jesus. And again in Luke 20, but in the account of the burning bush, even Moses showed that the dead rise, for he calls the Lord, the God of Abraham, God of Isaac, and Jacob. So what is interesting to note here is that the bush, it was burning, not consumed by fire. This shows something miraculous is occurring and taking place. In Exodus 3.3, and Moses said, I will now turn aside and see this great sight, why the bush is not burnt. And when the Lord saw this, that he turned aside to see, God called unto him, out of the midst of the bush and said, Moses, Moses. And he said, here I am. So we see here God appearing before Moses in one of the select times he appeared in the Old Testament. He is there to have Moses lead the Israelites out of Egypt. So this is a pretty amazing encounter Moses is able to witness. He asks him, who shall I say you are? He answers, Yahweh. I am that I am. It's important to Remember this, that Moses was not confident in his ability to do these things God was asking of him. And he made it a point to ask God, 
please don't send me there. Do not send me. I'm not the person to do this. Tries to convince God not to send him to Egypt to lead the Hebrews. And he gives several excuses for why he shouldn't go. So Moses suggests, first, he's not powerful enough to lead the Hebrews from Egypt. God says to him, I will be with you. So Moses does not think he is strong enough to do this. We see the supernatural power of God. It outweighs our thoughts and what we think we can or can't do. If God would have listened to Moses and not chosen him, then those miracles would not have been performed through Moses. So let's take a look at a few of the miracles that Moses was able to perform. He, in Exodus 4, he was able to turn his rod into a serpent. And then he was able to turn that serpent back into a rod. And he said, throw it on the ground. So he threw it on the ground and it became a serpent. And Moses ran from it. Moses was then to perform this miracle in front of Pharaoh. When Pharaoh says to you, prove yourselves by working a miracle, then you shall say to Aaron, take your staff, cast it down before Pharaoh, that it may become a serpent. So Moses and Aaron, they went to Pharaoh. They did just as they were commanded to do. Aaron cast down his staff before Pharaoh and his servants, and the staff then became a serpent. Now what's interesting here is Pharaoh summoned his wise men, sorcerers, magicians. They were able to replicate this act. They were not able to replicate anything else. But what happened once they replicated this, each man cast down his staff, they became serpents, okay? Then Aaron's staff went another level up and swallowed up their staves. Moses, he was able to perform about 42 miracles by the power of God. The magicians were only able to replicate the one miracle based on biblical text. No one could even think of doing without God. And you shall take in your hand this staff with which you shall do the signs. So what are the signs? This is where we get into the 10 plagues of Egypt. The plagues that God sent on Egypt to harden Pharaoh's heart. So the 10 plagues of Egypt showcase God's power over the false gods, his determination to free his people. Turning the rivers to blood was the first of these plagues performed. Thus says the Lord, by this you shall know that I am the Lord. Behold, I will strike the water that is in the Nile with the staff that is in my hand, and it will be turned to blood. The fish that are in the Nile will die, and the Nile will become foul, and the Egyptians will find difficulty in drinking water from the Nile. We see this in Exodus 7. And the Lord said to Moses, Again, say to Aaron, Take your staff, stretch it out, stretch your hand out over the waters, the rivers, over the canals, over all of the water in Egypt, so that they may become blood. And there shall be blood throughout all the land of Egypt, even in vessels of wood and in vessels of stone. So these are things that nobody can't could do or could even fathom doing without supernatural power from God. By simply moving his staff over the water, it was turned to blood, as God said it would. Now, the plague of livestock was the fifth plague. Then the Lord said to Moses, go into Pharaoh, tell him, thus says the Lord God of the Hebrews, let my people go that they may serve me. So what was the ultimatum if Pharaoh did not let them go? If you refuse to let them go, the hand of the Lord will be on your cattle. In the field, horses, donkeys, camels, oxen, and on the sheep. So this is a very severe form of pestilence. The Lord will make 
a difference between livestock of Israel and Egypt, which is also interesting. Not the, only the Egyptian livestock will be affected. And the next day the Lord did this. All the livestock of the Egyptians died. Not one of the livestock of the people of Israel died. Again, a feat that could not be done without supernatural uh, power. And we see the plague of darkness being performed as the ninth plague. Then the Lord said to Moses, stretch out your hand toward heaven, that there may be darkness over the land of Egypt. So this darkness was to cover everything. Moses stretched out his hand toward heaven, and there was a thick darkness in all of the land. And how long did this darkness last? It lasted for three days, just like the Lord said it would. And the people of Israel then journeyed from Ramesses to Succoth, about 600,000 men on foot beside women and children. So everybody started to go on this journey for fear of what may happen. Now the parting of the Red Sea, another major miracle we see happening in the Old Testament, the parting of the Red Sea. This, re this allowed the Israelites to escape from the pursuing Egyptian army, highlighting God's deliverance and faithfulness. We see this in Exodus 14. Then Moses stretched out his hand again over the sea. The Lord drove the sea back by a strong east wind all night and made the sea dry land and the waters were divided. The people of Israel went into the midst of the sea on dry ground, the waters being a wall on their left and their right hand. So imagine walking through a sea and it parts and everything's and the waters on each side. Very amazing. We've just seen many miracles performed under many different circumstances. Moses turning his rod to a snake, to God performing the 10 plagues of Egypt, to the parting of the Red Sea. Understanding that these things could not have been performed any other way. This really highlights the power of God, what he is able to do and capable of doing. It's good to reflect on these things, study the Old Testament to gain a better understanding of just how powerful God is, remembering there is nothing that he is not capable of. He was able to take a normal man like Moses, give him the ability to do things no other man could have done at that time or in our world today. These are just some of the occurrences that we see throughout scripture in part two of this biblical mysteries series. We will be discussing the wall crumbling at Jericho, Samson's strength, and Elijah sending fire from heaven. So if you enjoyed today's episode, please be sure to subscribe. Thank you. If you found this episode enjoyable and would like more content in video form, head on over to YouTube at CSR Revive Mindset. Thank you.